Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. Hello. Ooh, baby, I'm glad we're back. Um, it's been a yes. crazy week. Uh, welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I'm here with Jay and Spencer. Uh, we are glad you are listening to us today. As we are very excited to tell you, Lions have found a GM. Quite possibly a coach. And quite possibly a coach. And Ohio State got blown out in the national championship game. Which I loved every minute of it. TV. Forms my cold dead heart. Yep. Uh, shout out to Cameron. Uh, made that that night friend, yeah. fun. Got it, yeah, Cameron, that was... Uh, yeah. I was not ready for... Yeah, we were not ready for you, buddy, but you, you did it and we were proud of you. I wasn't prepared to face an entire case of Vizzy's plus some. <laughs> it was a good um, night. Great night, man. Thank you. But uh, where... Oh, Ur- Urban Meyer. Hear about that guy. Uncle Herbs. Well, Herbie Going to the Jags with uh, soon-to-be Trevor Lawrence in a couple yep. when, months. When they announced it, I was excited because he'll be in it. Take a bunch of coaches. Then he's like, well, I called Ryan Day and whoever their GM. I don't want to destroy the infrastructure. They say he might take one or two. I think he's like, one for sure, maybe two. Right, those are his guys, so. Yeah, but I mean, I was like, just destroy it. Get rid of them all. Take them. Take Ryan Day for all I care. And you see LG Hale's tweet on uh, um, today. It's like NFL team interested in uh, Ryan Day, and it's like a happy face. Realize the fact when you realize that they're going to replace him with Matt Campbell, and it was just like a, a frowny <laughs> face. And their backup was Scott McMullen. I'm assuming it's, it's his name's Craig. He can't... Well, I mean, Daryl from the office's first name's Craig. Craig something. Yeah, he white. He a white boy. Craig Monroe. <laughs> yeah, Craig Monroe. Craig Monroe. Craig Monroe. Craig. Craig Monroe. What? Are you serious? Former outfielder for, outfielder the for the Detroit Tigers. He's an analyst for, for the FSD. Detroit Tigers for the SFD. Are you serious? Who's Craig? Who is Spencer? <laughs> what have you done with him? Is it not Craig Monroe? Now I'm starting to doubt I'm myself. Fairly certain it was. I know it was. I thought it was C R A I G. No, you're right. I didn't think. I, it I know w- it wasn't no damn Greg Monroe. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, look, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Craig Monroe. I thought it was Greg. Where is Spencer? What Even though we did have a Greg, Greg Monroe, he played for the Pistons. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Moose, right? My, fi- my fault. fault. I'm looking at Scoop and then I'm starting and to like. Yeah, starting Jay to question I, myself. This Are is, we wrong? This is why it's three. <laughs> exactly. This was a three it is right there. Oh, that was a moment. Um. So okay, that's let's, going into our blooper it show. It is it's definitely going right there. That's a wolf. Um, what were we talking about? Um, so let's. Bro, <laughs> before that, uh, white quarterbacks oh. at Ohio State. <laughs> but, but, All right, uh, so we we got it was Craig Krenzel. He won the national title, and then I do believe they transitioned it. Seems about right. Good push there, bud. Okay, so now Excuse a lot me. of stuff has happened with, in I mean, with uh, college football and NFL. Uh, uh, Bama clapped Ohio State clapped. without their best player for half the game. Mm-hmm. He and still he still won, won the MVP. MVP of the game. <laughs> he had like what twelve catches, twelve for two fifteen, and three, three touchdowns, touchdowns at halftime. Yeah, yeah halftime. And if he wouldn't have sat, he probably goes for four. Probably catches too much. At least three. I think he gets at least four or five more catches. Yeah, and the rate he was going, at least five touchdowns too. Yeah, freaking tough Borland and his bitch ass had to hurt him. Why? I on his second touchdown when he's getting covered by a linebacker. Oh, oh yeah. Somebody, that, they were talking about that on ESPN. 
uh-huh. after, and they just said, look. Total breakdown of they, coverage and they insanity. Just, they said the way Bama lined up, it was tough Borland zone, and there was nothing they could How do to do switch How do you not it. have, like, make him, like, I don't know what even the right word for it is, but you know how, like, on the offense, quarterback or the center will call out either the blitzing linebacker or the middle linebacker like to show where he is on the field. Where's the mic? Why, is, why is not the leader of your secondary or tough, tough, Borland. tough Borland calling out where the Heisman Trophy winner's at? I have no idea. It'd be like, Heisman, Heisman, Heisman. That's what I'm... I've been like, don't do this. <laughs> that was the equivalent of him dropping the stuff. Right. <laughs> and you see him, his reaction when he's like, he watches his run, he's like... The, the, sec- the second <laughs> he sees, like, he's like a yard away from him, he he's instantly turning around, going back, like, full speed. Yeah. There's no it, way. It just doesn't matter at that point, though. That'd be like me trying to cover, like, college athletes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It'd be like me trying to, like, chase a dog down. No way. It's not happening. Like trying to chase Nova down in the snow. God, <laughs> you're a dog. With my uh, my low cut Air Jordans, and when oh. I when I get in my car, they're full of snow. Also, yeah, shout out to Jay's dog Nova. May he rest. Yes, he was a he was a demon dog, but he was also a buddy. Was my buddy. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, what? Uh... Also, I just like to say I called the blowout. By the way. You did. You did. You were the only one of us who yeah. called a blowout. I, I know it's like we were talking before. Podcast really good for college football to have close competitive games, especially in the sense for the Big Ten. But it's good for my heart and soul yes. to watch Ohio State get blown out on national television. And it was, and I, 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 I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, you know, I think Ohio State's going to hang, and Bama's just going to be much, and that's pretty much what happened. Well, when like Ohio State couldn't force a punt to like, I think it was the last drive of the first half. Bama, I think Bama scored on like three or four straight drives. In the... There nothing. was a stat that was crazy. He said it was out of the first 75 possessions, he scored 66, something like that. Uh, you're, when you have numbers like that, you're going to win a national title. I mean, it's just... Bama, was, Bama was clearly the best team. Yep. It wasn't even close. It was like LSU last. Yeah. Like after, like, I mean, I don't think LSU started number one, though. Like no. After like four or five weeks, you could... Well, yeah, because nobody saw the Joe Burrow explosion coming. Good on Joey B. Our smoke. He got paid. Uh, Joe Brady did something to the kid yeah. because he's like good in the NFL. He was a, incredible at LSU for the year. That's a guy I wish the Lions would have. Brady? They didn't even interview him. Uh, and I think he's one of the better offensive minds. I think so, but I think... The problem is, like, you look at, like, uh, Kingsbury. At least he was a coach at Tech for a couple of years. Joe Brady hasn't been, he, not, he hasn't been a head coach in college, and he's only has that one year of experience in the NFL. I think that's what's keeping him limited to not getting any interviews this go-around. Yeah. Give him another two years, probably. He'll probably be the top guy available. I think next season, if uh, Panthers have another good offensive season, I think he'll get a Possible. Well, well, I think what held him back, or McCaffrey, obviously was right. Hurt, it hurt a lot. Um, and Mike Davis is a good backup, but he's not McCaffrey. Yeah, no. Um, they still had two thousand yard receivers. They really don't have a tight end. They also, he don't really have a defense. Yeah, the defense. They did a lot in the draft, but Bradbury. Oh, before it was a big money. They just have a lot. They had. Yeah, they lost a lot, and they, they're rebuilding. So 
not gonna spend uh, money. You don't, you, well, I mean, they threw a nice little check at Bridgewater. Yeah, I mean, what, here? I mean, it's, it's, a fair, a bit. it's a fairly cheap contract for, like, a, uh... He was the best, one of the best available. That's he, not saying he, much, though. He's, right, he's right, an right. above-average quarterback. He's one of the better game managers. Yeah, he's probably the problem. The problem is... Is he going to win you games? I mean, Matt Rule and Joe Brady, they were the two best offensive minds in college football. You need a little bit more than what Bridgewater's going to get you, I think. Yeah, That's I why agree. there's rumblings. Panthers are seriously... Or just, hell, give two firsts and Bridgewater to Houston. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Watson, I got us far off track. Let's circle back to uh, the Lions having a new GM. Got new GM, Brad Holm. Director, director of college scout. Spent 15 years at the Rams. Yep. Um, but, uh, hold on, sorry. Grade. What grade you give that? We'll go into explain. Give it a B. B minus. Like it? I, it's, Clearly it's B. It's not it. my first choice, but we could have done a lot worse. I think it's a high ceiling. Low yeah. I, th- I think like we could have went after a retread like Pioli or uh, Dimitrov, who I wouldn't have minded Dimitrov owner over Pioli at least, but I'm glad they went somewhere different. As the process like went on, I wanted Ed Dodd really bad. Did too. He was my number one. Yeah. I really like Dodds a lot. I obviously, Red Holmes obviously showed something. They yeah. said he had a uh, his stock rise incredibly after his first interview with Detroit. In uh, Detroit's eyes, he just had a home run interview. Good. I mean, that's good. I mean, you want you want that. You want guys that are going to have good. You interview bad, like they Salah did. I have seen conflicting reports. I saw. Yeah, I, I've seen, I saw yeah. the rumors about Salah, and then I and then I saw like Dave Perquette said, no, he had a good interview. I don't know where the rumors are coming from. Yeah, I think uh, he yesterday or today basically boiled down to the Lions weren't weren't as interested and weren't. Didn't want to make the jump of hiring yeah. a coach so soon. They wanted to be thorough. Yeah. And mm. as you see, these other teams know exactly who they want and are going to get them right away. You think that's going to burn the Lions? Or? No, no, I don't I don't think Arthur, Arthur Smith or I, uh, Robert Salah were their number ones. I don't know who their number one is. I think they went into that process. I don't even think Dan Campbell was their number one to begin with. No. I but I, I think I heard I think you're about to say too that Dan Campbell also had a really good interview. Yeah, he had this time around. I think he had a really good interview. Obvious. I mean, I don't completely trust. She, yeah. No. Um, but I do like Chris. I'm willing to trust the people that oh, she's right. getting input, like Spielman, Barry. Yeah. The uh, outside um, firm that they hired to help do the interviews. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have. I well, Barry doesn't really have a track record, and Spielman much either but their opinions i would trust and yeah that outside uh help they got what i've heard they're they know their stuff so i'm willing to trust it i like how she brought all these people in whether it be whether it was her decision or uh wood's decision doesn't matter it's good to see they're getting a lot of different output and if they're coming to the conclusions hey we want uh holmes and we want dan campbell then i get i'm willing to trust them this time compared to like other times do you think mm. he, oh, go ahead. Do you think they jumped the gun? So they jumped the gun with Patricia and they they hired um the GM first. They that whole they bungled that whole situation right from the get-go. 
Because you can't so normally, normally, hire them, they go hand in hand. Right. So, like, you hire, you're going to hire homes, and you're going to hire, but normally, hire both of them. But in certain situations where, like, I mean, like, look at Philly. They think Howie Roseman's a great GM, but they got Peterson, so they hire Peterson. Well, and the two weren't getting along either. Right, and, and I, Howie Roseman's a Considering how Roseman drafted and completely left uh, Peterson out to dry, getting him no, or picking uh, Jalen Rayner. Jalen Hurts. Or uh, Rager. Rager over Justin Jefferson, which Justin Jefferson was a better receiver. Did you see the video posted from the Viking after him? I'm guessing they couldn't believe it. So when they said, they were like, Philly's on the clock, they need a receiver. I think the Vikings were the Yeah, pick. they were. Everybody and, in the uh, world knew the Eagles need a receiver. So and Zimmer was sitting there, like, he goes, they're going to take Jefferson. Who do we take if Jefferson? Pickett came in, and he was like, Jalen Rager, and he goes, Jefferson, put him in there now. <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even trade nothing. He goes, put Jefferson's name on that ticket now. And they were, they were laughing because they knew they, they screwed up. I was laughing. I couldn't believe it. Justin, I mean, Rager yeah. wasn't a bad receiver, but Justin Jefferson, he was the number one receiver in the high, yeah. most explosive offense in college history. Yes. Yeah, right, right. But the problem is he wasn't. He no. wasn't. But, I mean, we've seen now Justin uh, Jefferson, what he's done with Broke Minnesota. In basically one year. every rookie receiving. Right. And it's not even hindsight because he was better than Jalen Rager coming into the draft. I don't know what Philly saw. It's a, Howie Roseman is egocentric and obvious. And they, I think they basically said like Doug Peterson got sick of people telling him too, because that's basically what Howie Roseman did. Howie Roseman's in, he's a power. He, I guess there's a big thing going around that he's I, power hungry. And I don't get how you can tell a Super Bowl winning coach what. Yeah, he it, brought yeah. you your first Super Bowl title ever. He yeah. did something Andy Reid couldn't do. Yes, he did. With a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Like, holy shit. Get over yourself. You need to get along. And that's what somebody, uh, Joy Taylor was on the Howard show, was like, you get, because I don't get the whole, I don't get along with this. You get paid millions of it's dollars. It's your profession. Yes. It's literally your job to deal, suck it up and deal with it. So I don't get how you can say Peterson and Long, like, Grow the fuck up. Apparently Brady and Belichick didn't win, but they still won six Super Bowls together. Yeah. yeah that baffles me. Yeah. That baffles they, me. They, they saw things differently. But right. Robert Kraft liked Brady, so Kraft was willing to make Belichick do something Brady, but that's a whole... That, that whole situation. But I mean, and not... I mean, even having a good relate, working relationship doesn't always pan out. Look at uh, what we just went through with uh, Quinn and Patricia. Yeah. Best buddies, <laughs> and it yeah. was shit. Yeah, that was terrible. Like I'm circling back to the bungle, the whole bungle, bungle, that situation. They fired Martin Mayhew, and then sat without a GM, and, and then told the GM, "You have to stick with this guy for at least yes. a year." Well, because Martha was in, Martha was in love with Jim Caldwell. We all know that. Yeah. I love Jim Caldwell. If you're not gonna do if you're gonna make it go that way. Why would you not get at at least like a GM that would be willing to work with him? Because you knew Bob Quinn was gonna try to fire Caldwell the second he could and hire Patricia. Everyone could see it coming from a mile away. Yeah, and we knew we knew Bob Quinn wanted. Right, he wanted to fire him right when he got the job. Right, but Martha said, "No, you're not firing him. I like him. Kept him. That that just that that in itself creates bad work." Oh yeah, big time. Because then the coach knows the GM doesn't like him, and the GM knows the coach doesn't like. Him. Now say Brad Holmes comes in, 
drafts five Pro Bowlers in his first years. I'm fine with keeping firing Campbell. Right, because they're not mutually exclusive. Else. Yes. Because yeah. you hired them separately. But, I mean, depending on what happens this offseason or the next, I'm willing to give Campbell some time because we might not have Stafford. I'm, from what I've heard about Campbell, I think Stafford is kind of his ideal quarterback. Yeah. He wants a heavy run game with explosive passing. That's You shared that on Twitter to our uh, Twitter group yep. today or yesterday. Either one of them. He wants a heavy running game, but when you pass, he wants it explosive, and that yeah. fits Stafford to a T. I don't know. That's kind of Bevel's MO. On the ball. Does Bevel want to come back as OC? He's not, but he could go OC somewhere else. He could go OC for, uh, or not New England, Orleans. Or go on to somebody Campbell, else's Campbell's staff. Campbell's not the OC. Right. Uh, he's the assistant coach slash tight ends coach. I, you could fill the hole in Tennessee. I feel like Bevel would do a great job with Tennessee's offense. He'd be good. I think he'd be good in Philly. Any place that wants a hard um, run-first, play-action-heavy game, yeah. Bevel's a, a proven. I think he's would be a pretty good coordinator for that. I, I agree. Uh, but like you said, he's not getting the head coaching job, and I don't, I don't think he'll stick around here if he doesn't get the head coaching job. You'd have to make it. It would, yeah. And I don't know if he's a great or a good enough coach for that. Yes, it. De- I don't know. A lot would boil down to what Bevel wants and how much Stafford wants him. Because it, like I said, sounds like Dan Campbell would be a coach that wants to build around Stafford. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's going to be 33. Yeah. And Quarterbacks especially, can play till and, 40 now. And especially yeah, right. if you're moving to more of a run-heavy offense. I think if they go, go run-heavy offense, another running back. I don't think, I don't know, I don't think Carrion's going to stay. Contracts. He's got, He's one, got another year, right? One more year, yeah. But I think, I don't know if Swift is. I think he needs help, but I think you can give him a lot of carries or make him a heavy weapon in your offense. He can be, he can be like Hunt is in uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Or what, Um. Uh, maybe, I was going to compare him to one of the Patriots running backs, but James White's the main receiver back. Does Damian Harris more of an all-around guy, or is he just a runner like uh, Sony is? He, they're kind of similar. Damian Harris came out. He was the best back this year. But can he play all around, or is he more just the running back? He can, he can play all around if he has to. But, yeah, I, this season when Carrion played, he did good. I don't yeah. know why they were so smitten with AP running the ball so much. Carrion, I thought he did well in his limited touches. This year. I don't know. I think yeah. that was a Daryl Bevel thing. Because Daryl Bevel. Because it didn't change when Patricia left. Because Daryl Bevel and AP were together and like each other. You know, Bevel is going to try to get his boy the carry. And AP was, was okay this year. Like, he was decent. He was decent. I, I don't know. I'd say give carry on another year. I wouldn't. Unless, I don't know. Obviously, none of us know how this draft's going to play out. Unless maybe you want to go if you're... Holmes, and if you really like a second-round running back, maybe you're really high on Najee Harris, who I think would be a great compliment to Swift. Maybe you can trade back into the second round and pick him up. I don't know. I don't... I think that's one of the things that... Holmes do. was fifth on the Rams organizational depth chart, according to Carlos Monarez. Um, 
So I don't like he's the director of college scouting. Obviously, he knows he's going to know the draft guys well. Yeah. I know Les Snead is a super aggressive GM, willing yeah. to throw around picks to move up and get what he wants. I don't know if Holmes Jay, is like that. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey trained up to get Jared Goff. He, uh, Les Snead really likes to throw picks around and grab players he really likes. I don't know if Holmes has that same mannerism about him, whether he wants this guy, I'm going to get him type GM. That, they, they, the Rams won. They didn't win a Super Bowl, but they got there. Yeah. Drafted well, really well. They drafted well. I don't think I don't think Goff pick where they. They didn't mean they had to take. Him I mean there. they had to. Him, I mean, it was him or Wentz, him. and yeah. Goff's looking a little bit better than Wentz at the moment. Yeah, just because broken. Yeah, but it's I, I not really all. I hope he goes to a good coordinator and yeah. they can fix him because he has the talent. I think like, he just looks. He doesn't trust himself. The, Ram- really. the Rams are the perfect example. Hired the perfect coach. Oh, John yeah. McVay was the perfect guy to run that system. 100%. Because he, he turned Goff from looking the first two years with Jeff Fisher like, God, this kid's not. Well, Jeff, well, to be fair, Jeff Fisher was a pretty vanilla offensive play caller. Nate Fisher. Yep. And with eight, uh, 0 and 7 in the playoffs, Marvin Lewis. Yeah, if Marvin Lewis ends up getting hired by the Lions, I'm done. It would be, I think it's, outside of hiring another Patriots coach, it's probably the worst move you can make. Uh, I don't understand. I would why take him over the... Bevel, though. It's... I don't know. I would. I don't like. Dar- I don't. I don't think Daryl Bevel would be a great head coach. I really. At least I know the players would play for him, yeah. and I I've heard Marvin Lewis is a, a player's coach. I think Marvin Lewis would be. Exactly. He, his ceiling is going to be nine and seven, maybe ten and. He'll get you to the playoffs, but he's never. Right. I mean, and I back, just circling back to Dan. This is an official, obviously. It's just the heavy he's, rumor he's number one. He's right the now. favorite because they canceled their interview with Todd Bowles today. Well, Todd Bowles canceled them. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he didn't want to do an interview where he said he obviously knew he wasn't going to get, the, get job. the job. Yeah. So I mean that that I mean, speaks volumes for what the line. Oh, I mean, or whoever they eventually hire, it might not be Dan Campbell. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, leader in the clubhouse right now is Dan Campbell. Yeah. And I think everything you read about Dan Campbell is that he's a leader. Players coach. Players coach. He, he was that. a former player, too. He played for the Lions. Yeah, he did. Uh, tight Ooh, end, right? End. He was on the 0-16. He was. He knows, the pain. Madden. he knows the pain of being a Lion. Um, <laughs> yeah, but think of this, too. Like You have a head coach who's a tight ends coach. Go help Hawkinson. Yep. And you have a guy who's a proven leader. Everybody who's, loves him. Who has who was an interim head coach for half a season with the Dolphins. Yep. He went five and seven. Yeah. Um he's obviously learned under Sean Payton in uh New Orleans. Yep. We need we need a people guy or a team. You coach. need a leadership you need a culture you need a culture changer yeah. and yeah. a leader. Big time. Like Caldwell was kind of that. Yeah. He wasn't like he wasn't he wasn't. He didn't have an it about him. Like he was gonna. He he got you to think we're gonna win and we're gonna play to win. Played for him, but they could never get over that. He was not an aggressive coach. No, he was a terrible game man. Yes. Yeah, he wasn't the best. Awful. Matt Patricia was just bad too. Yeah, Matt Patricia, big dumb. Hopefully, Dan Campbell learned from Sean Payton. And that's a good place to come from. Sean Payton's one of the better coaches of our generation. Yeah, I don't know what his coaching tree looks like, but. I'm assuming it's better than Bill Belichick's. It probably isn't Andy Reid good, but yeah, Andy Reid's isn't. Speaking of Andy Reid's coaching tree, uh, Matt Nagy. Yep, dumb the decision. Playoff saved saved him. Dumb decision. 
very dumb, but they like him there. Bro. I, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of glad because I, I don't. <laughs> as much as I don't believe in Eric Bieniemy, I still don't want to see him at the Bears because knowing our luck, he'd be great. Yes. Yeah. And I think they said uh, they they were like Ryan Pace came out. Well, our defense is good. We've made a lot of good decisions. We get the quarterback situation right. No, and I'm like, real, real. Uh, After throwing dump truck loads of money at two quarterbacks and then trading up number two for your third one. And why did they pay Mike? Because he had a goal. Because he, he had a really yeah. he had a really good year in Tampa. Yeah. When they good, he, he had, had good stats. Great, right, he had great he had, stats. He had Jameis with with turning down the interceptions a little bit. Stats. Oh <laughs> Un terrible. And he goes and he's like, all right, let's trade. He tra- he gave up stuff for Foles. He, he traded for him. Yes. Why? Because he- Ryan Pace might be the worst GM in the NFL now. Everybody knew the Jaguars were going to cut him if he didn't get traded. They knew. So why not just call the bluff and say, nobody else gives up picks for Nick Foles' $20 million a year contract to let him. <laughs> I'm, not pay- I'm not doing that. Unless the Jaguars say, hey, if you give us a third-round pick for Foles, we'll pick up half his contract. Be like, all right, bet. Send me that check. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, let me, let me give you some picks for Nick Foles. <laughs> and then have him come replace Trubisky and then get beat out again by Trubisky later in the season. Right, yeah. And granted, the offense looked better with Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is not your answer. And where the Bears are drafting, you're not getting a quarterback that's going to. Let me ask you this. So, Leo Mack trade, when it was at. Even after a year, we thought, oh, it was a steal for the Bears. Bears haven't won anything. I don't, they haven't won a playoff game, have they? How's that trade looking now? Should have won a playoff. They should have, but not Cody, having a kicker. Cody Parkey double doinked. Yep. Oh, but man. how's that trade looking now? You've won nothing. Have no picks. You have no picks. Khalil Mack, after that first year, is Been slowly de- uh, declining stat-wise. Still good, but not like, not like Aaron Donald good. Like right, he was. not superstar on the defense. Trade's gone hill from for Chicago. Shocking. I th- everything Ryan Pace, any trade Ryan Pace touches just goes to shit. But yeah, it looked good in uh, Oakland. It got him uh, Rayvon Mullen and I think Josh Jacobs. So Gruden's happy. Gruden and Mayock have drafted well for the most part. That defense, though, like secondary is they have Trayvon Mullen. They have its one one of their safeties is their front seven's garbage. Like, I mean, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, they've thrown a first round pick in with Farrell. That was a mistake. He was a mid round. So. He, he was a middle of the first projected guy. They said, guy that you need to work on, a project. And they said, let's give him, let's get him with the number three. Why? Oh. Top five. Have been five and only. He went like right after. Uh, who was the guy for Quinn and William? He went like number. Two. So he was top five, and I'm like. Get it, like need a guy, but yeah, you can find better. You can find better. No, he knows he's talking about. He's I, a really I, good GM. For I a don't long time. appreciate these other GMs using uh, faking Lions' interest to get new contracts with their teams. No, <laughs> um, Seattle's GM. Oh yeah, and John Steelers Schneider GM. and uh, what's his name, Colbert. Yeah, they're uh. both like, oh yeah, heavy interest with the Lions. Big payday from their uh, team they're in now. Smart. I mean, get that money, bro. It's a business decision. But it's it's funny because it's what agents in soccer use for Man United. Oh, Man United's interesting, so the value's going up. <laughs> Everybody's like, money bags. bags. 
What? We'll triple it. <laughs> Good on him. Just stop using my team as your, uh, yeah, your payday. But yeah, I think I wouldn't be mad at Dan Campbell if they hire him. No, uh, like I said, he'd be mad. I just think not um, my favorite, but obviously they could do worse. It's not a injected into my veins. It's hire. not a sexy hire. No, but I think it could be a good for the organization. Which I guess at the end of the day is what we kind of need the most. I think. Um, yeah. If they hire him, I think though I'm. He does I'm, need a really good support. I'm gonna. Him, I was gonna say I am gonna judge really hard who he. That's that big key. Because if you come in, you bring in a bunch of guys that are unheard of or have a lot of experience but if you go out and get somebody who is like in, I, I like it when you hire a guy that is well known in the what Sala was he had a bunch of ex coach had a bunch of places has a bunch of connections he's going to build a great staff with the yeah and unfortunate well and I think too what I liked about him was his offensive coordinator is going to be Mike LaFleur yeah, uh, Matt Lafleur's brother. Good thing for me though, because I don't really like the Jets or the Mark Media. They're still five years away from being anywhere near where Buffalo is. Yeah. I mean, I think now, I think they're, I think they're gonna stick with Darnold. I wouldn't. You gotta take that number two pick on. What's his name? I'd trade it. Huh? They need defense. I would get the best. They need a lot of things. I would trade it if. You know someone's going to be desperate for New England in like 10 to 15. And the New England. I mean, I know, and I know they're probably going to, I know the Jets would probably up Dallas. Dallas. Football team. You could even sucker the Falcons into trading up too. Not if they're keeping that Ryan. I mean, I I think with their hire of uh, Arthur Smith. Just looking at how the Titans' offense is, I think they'll keep Matt Ryan. You know, because I think you can just make him a game manager, and you've got Ridley and Julio around him, and um, uh, Hurst. You've got three really good receiving weapons. Still got Todd Gurley, who's played really well. Serviceable. I mean, yeah, I feel like Matt Ryan works really well in, in that new system down there. So I'm yeah. fairly certain they're going to keep Matt Ryan. <laughs> He's probably got two, three years. Go out, get your quarterback again. Yeah. Plus, I mean, that division, simple. Really is. Yeah, You've got. He's leaving. You got Breeze leaving. You got Tom Brady, who's. Tom, let's just Tom face Brady. it. He's going to. He's still, still good, but he's going to get worse every. And there's a. I mean, it's not. I mean, I think he comes here to get his right. money, but those maybe. He's still. If he wins the Super Bowl, I think he could be right, done. Yeah. Big, uh, flip the bird to Belichick and go. I think that's what Br I honestly I think that's what Br trying to pull up. And I only I think oh, win the team. Super Bowl retire, be done with it. Yeah, but um, yeah, and Carolina's a few years away. If you're Atlanta. You can challenge. Depending on how your off season goes, you can challenge for that division next. Year. I think the I coaching know. staff. I think that coaching staff. But does the coaching staff team. even believe in them? That's they the thing. I, we don't know Hill. anything. The, the, we don't the, know the, anything. So about. I don't know the whole situation. All I know with the taste situation is that for some reason, his balls are in their mouth twenty. Right, which is why you're not going to get that chance. And he's with, not. Uh, but he wasn't games. good when he played. Had their he balls was, in their mouth for like years. Well, because he's one of those guys. Like he's guys that coaches love. He's 
blue collar, hard working, he's over, a, he's overachiever. The, he's the typical white athlete. He's the typical Jim Harbaugh player. Why? Why is this kid that's a four star freshman not playing when you've got a two star senior who's not hard worker? I mean, our two star running back is good. I mean, I won't. Granted, granted, granted. Hashan Haskins is good. Yes, he's been very good. I. But, but he was a linebacker. He was a linebacker, but I swear to God, if our two five-star running backs are getting less touches than him next year, I'm going to lose my mind. Charbonnet <laughs> and... Devon Edwards. The other one. Edwards? The guy we just signed? Yeah, Charbonnet oh, Edwards. Blake Corum? Corum, yeah. Corum's, Corum is... Corum you can use anywhere. Corum's a speed and space. Why I don't... Why you're not lying him in a slot? I don't know. I'm not Josh Gaddis. I did... Did hear rumor... That they are looking for a co-offensive coordinator. Are yes, it's give me old Joe Moorhead. It's just <laughs> a, I I would lose my mind if that happened. If I would love Joe it Moorhead so much. If they get Joe Moorhead to be co-OC with Josh Gaddis, I'll be back on the track. It's a home run hire. That is home. Run. I don't. I haven't heard any rumors about it. I just heard today that they're looking for a co-offensive coordinator. It's the insider at MGO blog. Ah, yeah. It's not one of their writers who does stuff, but he'll go into the forums and posts, and he does know what he's talking about. He's a legit insider. He said they are looking for a co-offensive coordinator. I'm going to need the Ravens to lose this week. Mike McDonald can officially be. Yes, because they're not going to be able to. Well, I don't think they're going to hire a D-line coach. Hire him. Mm, they, they just hired a guy today. D-line? Mm, I don't know if it was for an analyst. I don't think his official tire titles out there but he has experience as a d-line coach i don't think nua is officially gone yet i heard nua possibly come back but i heard it's not good because it was not no he didn't really recruit well he didn't like, he that, made... was our, that was our yeah and i think but i th- i think too i think you really need to get a d coordinator in. you get a d-line coach in because there's, You're gonna there's need... a few good transfer kids in the portal yeah. mm-hmm. that you could go get, but you got to have a coach. Right. Yeah. Um, I think one of them's a lineman from USC, Connor Murray. Former Stanford. Another one from Clemson, too. Yeah, uh, Big Cat. Yeah, he's... Uh, or no, that's from Auburn. Auburn. No, the other kid from Clemson's like 6'4", 310. Yeah, there's, there's, cool, there's, there's quite a few decent uh, D-line... He tackles, especially transfers, and Michigan needs to be right on it. And that is you, literally your week. We, we also need a secondaries coach. Cause both corners and safeties coach are gone. See, that's the only thing I like about the Harbaugh rehire yeah. was that basically clean. Um, Zordage left this, earlier this Zordage week. Left. He's been there for like. What obviously, about what about? Obviously, you, the huge hire this week we, in Michigan, Mike Hart. Dude, you we remember we did I not say it? He literally called that shit. I, what I, I don't know if he called it. No, he, he said he wanted it to happen. No, no I, he did. I said Michigan needs to get rid of Jay Harbaugh and hire Mike Hart. And, and then, then I got into work a couple days ago. I'm like, holy shit. And I, think was you, right. I think you asked me, what do you do with Harbaugh? And I said, I don't care. Just get him out. I don't think. I think he still has a position on the team. I don't know what it He's is. He's um, a special team. So, I mean, you knew Harbaugh wasn't going to fire his son. Well, no. But you can't lose Jay Harbaugh either because he, he, recruit, he recruits California. And that's really that's tough for anybody to recruit because of USC and all that. Yeah. Ohio State's got some good players from California. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of good recruits from California. Michigan, Michigan recruits California kind of like Ohio. Yeah, Jay Harbaugh got you Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. He got you David Long. Yeah. He got you uh, Kakoa Crawford. I know he didn't stick. He got you him. He's still a really highly touted kid. He got you David Asiasi before Asiasi got home. And Jed, and, uh, Jed Fisher left. Jed Fish. 
Oh, Jed Fish left. Harbaugh. Yeah. But yeah, Harbaugh gets you those recruits that you need out of Cal. I think you've got to keep him on your staff. Mike Hart's going to help too because he knows what it takes to. They said it helps a lot with repairing the like high school coaches in uh, Detroit. A lot of those coaches don't like Harbaugh's. Mm, not so much. I mean, Belleville obviously does not like Michigan. Although with, the, although with every star that's gone to Michigan State transferring out, I think they're not going to like Michigan State either. Yeah. But Belleville doesn't like them. Aztec will always be in Michigan's corner. Harbaugh's been able to swing Detroit King players, which not be able to. No, I look at Hart though, like. They're running back this year. He was their best recruiter at yeah, Indiana. He's a best yeah. recruiter, so yeah. I think that's going to help you a lot. Yeah. And I, the one thing I love about Mike Hart, he'll bring back that swagger, the little brother, like you're our little brother. He brings back the fire that we want, yes. like Jawan Howard has. Yes, and I'm hoping he still has the disdain and the hate for Ohio State and Michigan State. He said it. He said when he was in Indiana and he was playing Ohio State, he's like, I still hate these guys with a passion. Yeah, you know and. I, I, it's still there. It's, you don't lose it's it. It's one of the cool things you get when you have a good coach that uh, played at your college. You do get that hatred. I think. And he was good uh, at what he did. I think a lot of gyms, like, fires kind of burn beaten out of them, for well, lack I of think a better term. He got, he, Jim, was, Jim was broken when they gave JT. Yeah. And yeah, they won that. But when you look, Jawan Howard, Mike Hart, yes. these guys. Passionate, Fire. love the university, yes. love their players. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet yesterday from Jawan Howard, like uh, the Maze Rays, which is the student section for Michigan basketball. They're like, we just want to say like, thanks to Jawan Howard and for the start and everything. He's like, no, 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 no. Thank you guys for staying with us. Like his first year last year when spring or when winter classes started back, he was handing out donuts to kids on campus. It's just awesome that you have that, and he's an incredible coach. Awesome. Yeah. Also, like Valenny and Rico, you can lick my gooch. Because <laughs> Juwan Howard looks like he's one of the best coaches. <laughs> um, I saw a clip. Uh, I didn't share it with you guys. It was uh, on a show on ESPN. I don't, I've never seen it. It's got uh, Sean Johnson in it and uh, Jason Williams. Uh, Jay Williams, that's one time. Jay Williams, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams and stuff. They're talking about just how good Juwan uh, Howard is. He's like, you had unofficial poll from the Big Ten come out, and they had Michigan sixth, and they're undefeated in six and zero in Big Ten, and the hardest conference in, bas- in college basketball. Six, or they had them. And they had people saying, "Oh, this program's going to crumble without Beeline." And this is just—I I was one of them. I is, thought this is just an alumni hire. Like he's nothing special. Like. He can't do the things Beeline did. I will. I will come out and say I thought that I was that person. I, I was like, oh, cool. You know, the guys are one of the bad five back. Sweet, cool. You know, that's gonna help with recruiting, maybe. But you know, what Beeline. Gonna, it's Beeline. Ah. Yeah. You know what Juwan Howard does? I'm gonna seal the deal with Franz uh, Wagner. I'm gonna exploit the transfer market and get. They weren't even the best guy. Michigan State got the best transfer available. Hauser. Hauser. Yeah. But they got two solid guys who you got a, you got Mike Smith. Mike Smith, who might be the most impressive passing point guard we've seen here at Michigan. He was an elite scorer at Columbia Ivy League. Came here and he's shown that 
D1, big D1. Yeah. He can pass. And I almost actually had a full erection when I do that step back three. Over, over Davidson of all players. That was, dude, it was so filthy. It's like it hitting dirty. a step back three over uh, Grayson Allen. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, he, that, he crossed him over, yeah, yeah. step back, and it, was, it didn't even touch the rim. No, it was beautiful. It was, it was disgusting. Yeah. And I'd like to say to anyone who still thinks Michigan State's a better team, you're, you're dumb. You, you got Chandi Brown, who isn't even a starter. No. Just an explosive alpha male, just brings... Wagger even, up, uh, swagger up the ass. Freak. Even uh, they were talking about Michigan on uh, Lenny and Rico show. Rico even looked at he was like, he looked. He's like Chandy Brown. He goes, because Chandy Brown's just a grown man. He's a grown man. He's it's your six tank. man. And I'm just, he, they're like, he might win six man of the year in the country. He can guard anybody. He, he can, can guard any position. Three. Shoot three. Athleticism yes. out the ass when yeah. you're just looking at that uh, putback dunk. He's gonna work his way into being drafted. You know the. He's like in a more explosive Charles Matthews. Yeah. Oh yeah. Agreed. I like that. I and like a better that. shooter. He's he's a little he, he's he, a little bigger. I think I think height wise he's a little shorter. I think like build wise he's bigger. Like he's, he's more yes. he's more he's more stout. He's more stout. He's a little shorter, but he's a better shooter. Better shooter. God, I just love his attitude. The best thing about that putback dunk, besides I think Jace uh, Howard's reaction on the bench, oh, he was that, yeah. freaking Chandi Brown is stomping his way back down the court. <laughs> love it. Like back if, when uh, Mo Wagner was flexing yes. on Michigan State during uh-huh. the Big Ten tournament. That's right. Michigan always when he hit the Euro hit the Euro step on Nick Ward and broke his ankles. Iggy Brasdakis started a very good trend. Right. Always have a cocky oh. white kid. Everybody hates. No, Mo oh, Wagner yeah. started it. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah it was him then. It yeah. was him then, Iggy. Yeah, yeah. and then now we have you know, Franz. But yeah, right. I love the swagger that he brings. Yeah. This is, I think if you're a Michigan basketball fan, and I know a lot of you know, people like, and I keep bringing up Lenny. Lenny shits on Michigan basketball. Oh, you don't pay attention until you don't watch. Like we do, we all do, and I'm sure there's a lot more like us that watch the game. Please stop with your stupid rhetoric. But this mad the state sucks massive ball. But the thing is, too, you look at the Michigan team; they're just fun. Yeah, they have fun. Yeah, and Juan is letting them have fun. I don't know if I saw it on Twitter. It had to be one of the Michigan guys. I don't remember. Um, who's the guy that covers Michigan and Michigan basketball in the Athletic? First last name, Brendan. I don't know if it was Brendan Quinn. I don't know if it was Ant Wright. I don't know if it was one of the which Michigan guy it was on Twitter, but. You can tell they love playing defense. They pride in it. Well, and it was like I tweeted it, and then I told you guys that the stop at the end of the first half when Wisconsin held for the last shot, yep, and they yep. stormed the field after the and they, they stormed, stormed the, the court. bench, stormed the court. Condi Brown went off flexing because Wisconsin didn't even get a shot off. Oh yeah, they had no. fifteen seconds and a new shot clock. And, and like you, like you think you, you, a lot of teams sit there. And, oh, we're up seventeen, whatever. But when you do that, you keep the momentum on your side. And then you carry it into the second half. I don't care what anybody says. Momentum is a real thing. It's hard to explain, but you, and you can't see it. But you can. I feel like sports is a is a is a good explanation about momentum. Yes. You have momentum in a sport in a in a game. You're going to most likely win that game unless your momentum just drowns. Good example. Look at the Brown Steelers game. Yeah, oh yeah. First, it, it started out with nothing. It started that that fumbled snap for a touchdown, and the momentum just, was on the Brown yeah. side, and the Browns didn't let it go. And then it started to swing back to the Steelers. They cut it above, and the Browns took it right back. Yeah. They never fully lost control. I mean, that Wisconsin game was 26-23. Yeah. And then 
I don't remember the next play to happen, but after that next play to put Michigan up by four, two straight steals by uh, Franz and uh, Smith. Yep. Um, Want to know what's scary? Dickinson didn't. He had two points in the first half. He did not play well until the second half. He had an, he had an okay game. They still were... They had Wisconsin bent over a barrel down by 40 points. The number seven team in the country. Or number nine. nine. Michigan, seven. Michigan seven. So if uh, Michigan's not ranked number three Monday, there's a conspiracy. Yeah. Did you see Jay Billis's tweet? He said uh, if Michigan's not ranked number three at come Monday, he goes, he goes, something is definitely wrong because at one point their, their win against Wisconsin looked like the clubbing of baby seats. <laughs> and it and, did. And it, it did. Every every article I read about Michigan, uh, Michigan, prior to Wisconsin, it was always at the end of the article. It said, "We'll see if the true the true Michigan team, uh, this Michigan team, is that good against Wisconsin." They blew the shit out of them. Well, and I think I love it. I love the winning. I know. I've always thought the true test is going to be Iowa. I do too. I want to see how. Hunter Dickinson um, matches up, with Garza. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they stick Davis on Garza, but you know Garza is going to be on Hunter on defense. Yep. When Michigan's got the ball. Yep. And it's like I'm not, and I'm not as scared of SU as no, I was. No. They have not played well. No, they have not. And they still don't have a point guard. They don't really have a point guard. Rocket Watts is shooting ten percent. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's that. I'm. That's hyperbole. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then they don't have anyone that guards the post well. Joey Hauser's six foot ten, and he doesn't guard if, post. If Michigan's well. not on fire from three when they play Michigan, it's gonna get bad quick because they. I don't think they have the athleticism to keep up with Michigan. Uh, Oster Lawyer can't keep up with Mike. Can't keep up with Eli anybody. Brooks. Can't keep up with Matt Davidson. I'm just imagining putting uh, Chandy Brown at point guard, <laughs> <laughs> just having him run at Foster all game. <laughs> Foster would be running away like uh, what's his name did against. And look, I don't think State, I don't. And I yeah. want to preface this: we're all biased. We don't like. No, we don't. We don't like Tom Izzo. Although I, I do respect their teams. I respect. I respect I think, Izzo because of that's and the right. greatness. He's. I do think this is a year where Michigan's gonna. And I know it's a rivalry game, and funny shit happens in rivalry games, just like how Michigan State, Michigan. Nobody expected. Right. But it happened. This is one of those years, though, where you look at the teams and how they're playing, like. I don't know how state keeps it with it. I don't either. I don't. They don't have an answer really for anybody on offense. They would have Michigan. To, they'd have to play a perfect defensive game. They have to shoot lights out from three. Which they and have all, not been. Although Michigan's one of the is top ten in the country at guarding the three point line. You know, it's funny how the first what was and Michigan guard the three well. In the last four they've been. They're saying that the reason why Michigan's so good at at guarding the three and on defense is. Everybody, every player on defense can switch. Yeah. There's just, there's, they have. Even, even Dickinson's athletic enough where he can be on a point guard and stop them from driving. Yeah. Because he's, lank, he's lanky and athletic enough where he can still he's, affect he's the not, shot. He's not a big man who's so big he can't. He's not Austin Davis. I, lo- I love me some custard shit. Yeah. Um, and Austin Davis being healthy. It was huge. It is huge because it gets you a uh, a solid guy off the. He was your starter before he got hurt. Yeah, and I think he'd still be the starter if he never. You know what's funny? In your in your bench, start on most Big Ten. Terrence Williams. Terrence, 
He doesn't uh, even play that much. No, he doesn't. Austin, Austin Davis, Davis yeah. Chandi Brown. Chandi Brown. Um, had him in my head, now I forgot. Oh. Brandon Johns. Brandon Johns. Oh my god. Oh yeah. He might be the most underrated player at Michigan right now just because I can't even think yeah. of him. They, and then they, they said too, they're like, they, the coaching staff still believes Brandon if, Johns is an NBA player. If, yeah. if Brandon Johns had more confidence in his three-point shot and would shoot it more, I mean, he's missed two threes all year. He's one of their most athletic kids. Yeah. I mean, like... He's your small ball five. Like, congrats. It's one of those things, too. It's where you're like, congratulations, you got Franz out. Here's Brandon Johns. Right. <laughs> congratulations, you got, you got Eli Brooks out. Here's Chondi Brown. Yeah. Like... Pick your poison. You know how uh, Tyreek Evans. You know how That's, some of like the not uh, less yeah. talented teams like to go small ball in the, a tournament. Yeah, try going small ball at Michigan. Their small ball is Brandon Johns at center, still with Franz Livers. Franz is six foot nine at the four. Livers is also like six, six nine. Six. I think he's six oh, seven. He's, yeah, six seven. Six seven. Yeah, he's three. Yeah, and you still got hell. You want to put Chandi Brown out there? He's like six six. Yeah, six five. The Michigan, this is the deepest team other than Talented deep-wise, too. Not, talented deep. Not, not players just who like, can play. Yeah, not, but not just like, hey, Players we got, who can really play. Like, this is the best team, I think, since 13. They lost to Louis. Yeah, with Burke, McGarry. Burke, McGarry, Hardaway. Uh, Robinson. Stauskas. Stauskas, Robinson. They won that game. Ref screwed. Rippers, too. Mike Albrecht. Uh, wouldn't he have I'd team in that yeah, game? he blew yeah, up because he just went nuts. Yeah. yeah, just he hit like six threes. He gave five threes. He gave us all a little white boys hope. And he tried to slide into Kate up. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> True Michigan. Although, where does his loyalties lie? Because he transferred yeah. to Purdue. Yes, they well, asked him. To. I think they asked him on one of the either Novak's podcast or Ant Wright's podcast. If they really, we're going to ask him. I never saw. You see how uh, Ant Wright's locker room podcast now now includes Stu Douglas. Yes, and I love it. Oh, I love Stu. Um. Well, that was Stu and Stu and Zach Novak were really? instrumental in building Michigan. Yeah, yep. yeah. John Beeline was obviously that kingpin. And plus, yeah, but... it was right in that area of the fall off of uh, Darius Morris, uh, Manny Harris. On Sims, and yeah. right before you got to Burke, Hardaway, uh, that was, Robinson. That, that was a dangerous period in where you could have Things gone, could have gone south You could have gone from making the tournament every year back to, like, barely making the They didn't. They kept the culture, and they kept the I, I remember when we, we got, got Beeline, and, like, you know, you look at his stuff, where he's from. Well, he's just a guy from West but he was amazing at West Virginia. He was great. Right. He was really good. And my dad, and I remember, he it almost every year. Yeah, and I remember my dad was like... This guy is going to change Michigan basketball. I'll never forget that because he said John Beeline at West Virginia, the, the shooters he had, players he had, it's going to bring a different culture. And yeah, it definitely started with Beeline, and now look where we are. When I think what John Beeline got. Stole Brandon John's mission. Stole him. Stole him like Liv taking candy Izzo from a 90-year-old woman. was actually pissed that <laughs> yeah. – uh, Izzo, I remember, didn't, wasn't there a thing? Izzo called him on the phone. Yeah. It was like, and he went to Michigan. Yeah. And I'm like. Because Brandon Johns is from East Lane. Yes, that Oof. was his hometown. He was Mr. Basketball. 
Yes, he was. No, won. he got screwed out of uh, Mr. Basketball. He Foster lost to lawyer. Foster Lawyer. Him oh, and Julius. Yeah. I think he was uh, in that class. I think John's he? was third. He was behind Julius and Lawyer. Yes. Who's got more memes than made threes? I'm better. Better. He hasn't been surfboarded yet. Yeah. That will live in my mind forever. But I mean, you gotta like that's the thing too. Ron Howard inherited two really good players. And then you still had the rapport with from uh Mo to get Franz. Yeah. yeah. But you still had to convince you still the had family. To, you still had to convince the family and seal the deal. I mean, you know Mo wanted Franz to come to Michigan. And because and Mo was huge on like I love Michigan. And his mom was a huge supporter of Michigan while Mo was there, so you know she was absolutely fine. She went to every game. You knew she would be fine with Franz coming to Michigan. You know that they didn't need money, but you still had to build that rapport because he could have went pro in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could have played two. And he came here. I'm very glad. Good stuff. Yeah. Team. He might be the most complete player I've ever seen. Excellent defender. Solid three-point. Can pass. He's, I dare I say it, he's better overall player than Mo. Yeah, because Mo was not... Uh, besides that last year under Yaklidge, he was not a good defender. That was more of the system. That is true. Uh, Ant Wright on his locker room podcast, which he puts on the Michigan State of Mind, which is his podcast, his locker room is only available to people who have iPhones. A. Get an iPhone. Get an, an iPhone, Jay. Go ahead. You won't regret it. You'll but yeah, never go he, back. So he puts all his locker room stuff on his podcast for uh the for, for the, the peasants the, for like the, me for the underlings for the peasants <laughs> like me who own Android. <laughs> and him and Stu Douglas were talking about in their last one with the win over Wisconsin. Beeline did not want you to go for blocks. He did not want you to go for steals. He wanted you to be in position with your arms up. He hated fouls that much. You had to be in perfect position to go for a block. He wanted you to get uh, get out of or stay out of foul trouble best you can. He didn't want blocks. But yeah, when you look, when you go Juwan Howard and basically let let him play, but let him play within this kind of scope. Yeah, Bronze is getting three blocks and three steals a game. Hunter Livers Dickinson's is, getting three blocks. Livers is Livers playing. has had some really good blocks. Livers is getting blocks. Mike Smith is getting uh, hella steals. Yep. Eli Brooks still might be your best defensive player on that team. He's the best on-ball defender. Yes. It's fun in so many ways. And it, and it like, makes watching defense. And I know we don't want to, you know. This team has Final Four written on. Yes. If they keep if healthy. Even, I don't even know if I want to say playing the way they're playing. Hard to, it's hard to, hard to drop 40 consistently on yeah, a top 10 team. First team in the history of college basketball, three straight ranked opponents by 19 points or more. That speaks volumes. Massive. And then, I mean, you know, if you don't like listening to us talk about Michigan, our podcast, we do it. Two five stars coming in. Number one, oh. number one recruiting class in the country. And you're, you probably, you might get Hunter Dickinson back. Probably. Oh, I think back. you are. The will be gone. He's a, he's the fifth best. But he's the, the only fifth thing fifth stopping Hunter from going pro this year is he doesn't, shoot. or he's not willing to shoot it. I think that comes next year. 
I've seen him. I've only seen him. Yeah, take like a, a couple fifty. And he still makes them. He's good at. Yeah, he's got he's good like, touch. He's like Brandon Johns. Like I don't why you don't shoot. Hey. Yeah. Because if you know if you watch him, is the right side so he have to show. Yeah, you've got number one recruiting class in the country. Back next year, you probably have Dickinson. Um. Sub Jackson. Right. I want a national title. I just want to. I just want one. I thought we had one in thirteen. They played Louisville. Yeah, uh, that should have been our one. Well, I mean, it should have been, and then it got vacated because. And probably the refs in that game. Uber scumbag. He's a he's a coach. Where now? Where? Where? Oh, he's a coach now. Coach is. Uh, he recently came out and talked about Michigan. No, he's coaching a small school. Promise. Minnesota, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's his son. His son sucks. Yep. But I know Michigan basketball. Yay! Um, I did one more thing about Harbaugh before. Crap and shit. You see his at the high school football coaches association clinic. His year's resolutions. So here we go. If one of them's not beat Ohio State, it doesn't matter. So the resolutions here were. Number one, raise all those with whom I come in contact. Put players and staff in position to be successful in life and in football. Okay. Number two, create an atmosphere in the workplace that supports teamwork, friendship, and winning. And then in uh, parentheses, an atmosphere that brings joy each day we come to work. Okay. Number three, develop and administer a process plan that supports team success and winning. Be a member of the 2021 Big Ten and National Champion Michigan football team. Big Ten. Not going to happen, Jim, but I like your spirit. I want to club the Big Ten like they're baby seals. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, treat others as I would want to be treated and create a personal relationship with all those I come in contact. And number six is the funniest one. Do not be scared of any man, moment, or circumstance, or being fired. (laughs) (laughs) it was on twitter i was reading people were freaking out on twitter today we're like really like really jim well he's not gonna be afraid of being fired yeah no i mean i think the one thing about michigan football even if obviously i don't want another season like this i want the energy to be there you saw in the first years with don brown that defense was electric Oh, they had fun. They had fun. They were fired up. Give me that. I'm thinking with Mike Hart, that's going to help a lot. Yeah. He's going to bring a lot of emotion and feedback. I think you need that. I want running backs flexing on the Big Ten players who try to uh, tackle them. I think it all starts with our quarterback play. What With our quarterbacks, we got to get that guy that we actually like and are actually um, that that he thinks is going to be that guy. Starbound anymore. That's the yeah, me either. Because there's no way after after what Milton did to get benched for McNamara. Yep. You cannot. I I'm not going to be convinced that McCaffrey was. Oh no, I don't. I don't. McCaffrey couldn't have been worse. Oh, so you. I wonder. I wonder if he was getting some outside pressure about Milton. And I'm thinking it. Wanna start this. Oh, start it. Bad. Start it. What I've heard, not from people in the know, but like people from Ant Wright, starting Milton over McCaffrey, it could have been a racial thing. I don't know. 
you know, understandably. I don't think the race of your. I don't, but I don't think it. That's why Hireball did it. There. Well, if there are rumors, but some people have thought conspiracies. There have been some conspiracies that Hireball was getting outside pressure from people not even in like football or the athletics department, but maybe more about boosters, but old white. People outside the team, not only on social media, but maybe their like, faculty. Yeah, if they're uh, even. It's, the... it's a possibility. If we've learned anything, you can bully the coaching staff into recruiting well. Yes. So you could probably bully them into starting a black quarterback. I mean, that's literally, and I hate James Yoder, but he started the movement of bullying coaching staff there then like three weeks later they had three four stars like some of it comes down to timing though yeah i mean i mean like they, they were in a of, really really dry period they yeah, weren't getting anybody the thing is though a lot of nowadays you either recruit or you commit like summer before july during the camp or you recruit or you commit in december right around national during signing, signing day and up to date yeah. that's yeah. just kind of how it is now you don't get random uh, commits that much now. Yeah, true. Well, that was a great one to end on our first part. Take a little break. Start on the second part. We got, we still got playoffs, dude. Still NFL playoffs. Playoffs. We still got NFL playoffs to talk about. Um, I think we'll talk about that next, or we might have a little bit more stuff. But we're back. All right, welcome back to Three Is Talk Sports. Um, little break there we had. Welcome back. Little break for you guys. It was probably like half hour for us. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we can make this done like 40, 35 minutes later. Jane Ayers talking about politics. Right. Um, also, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, we do this podcast every week and we talk for an hour. There's so much things we don't yeah, say in this yeah. podcast, and we still have yeah. so much sports to talk about. Yeah, we, we could talk uh, all day. All night we've got our own messenger group that we do daily. We, me and Spencer talk to each other on Xbox pretty much every night about sports and whatnot. Oh, yeah. All right. Jay's comeuppance don't get discussed on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what are we talking about? We are, are back. Ba- it's You're gonna yeah. you're gonna blow out your speaker or your mic. You sound like you sound like uh, Wayne and a letter Kenny when he's trying to talk like a baby. Really? Ah, yeah. Ah. Uh, playoffs. Like talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> yep, we're back with the playoffs. Like yes. when, it's like when Coach Joe Ferlenza was like, football! football. <laughs> and uh, I did the worst in the picks this week. I think I was one under or one below uh, 500. Rams saved my butt. And yeah, I went three and three. No, yeah, because you picked the Steelers as well. I did. I didn't go with my heart. Mr. Bandwagon Browns. I went with my I heart. Point out that he was wearing a different hat in the first part of this podcast. Yeah, I changed I hats. That's to give you shit because you know. Uh, Clark would uh, never let me down if I didn't. But yeah, Mr. I'm a big Browns fan. I've got a Browns hat. Win against oh, the Browns, Browns in their first playoff appearance since 2002. Oh, big Browns, sir. bandwagon fan you are. L- listen, listen. I'm going to defend myself first. 
The circumstances did not scream to me, Browns are going to blow out the steel. In the okay. first quarter. Well, first off, Kevin Stefanski's out. One of the better play callers in the NFL. Uh-huh. Your head coach, your leader. Then you've got Denzel Ward out. Your number, one of the best five corners in the league. Uh, you have your number two corner out. Lost Olivier mm-hmm. Vernon for the rest of the year on a tourney. If I was willing to go Reds or football team over Buccaneers, you should have been willing to go Browns over yeah. Steelers. You had a better argument, though. Not really. That defense, that was, a, that was a bad matchup for the Buccaneers. Alex Smith didn't even play. You didn't know that when we picked. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I still believe the Browns had the better chance at the time of that recording. And Joel Batonio, who is a second-team All-Pro guard, was out for Sucks the Browns. Madden, though. Uh, it's, yeah. But no, the, the, the circumstances were not great, which is why Blow I chose me. the Steelers, because the Steelers looked healthier. Oh me. No, I you know, whatever. It's fine. All right. uh, I'm back on the Browns train. I mean I never left the Browns train. It was just a pickup. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't change who I rooted for. Alright. Well enough for about things that don't matter. Also, <laughs> by the way, NHL started. Line our Red Wings are gonna be horrible as usual, but it's forty three to Yep. Alright. So we got two games for each day this weekend. The four o'clock game. All good. All games, I think, are going to be close, except maybe the Saturday afternoon game. But game one, Rams-Packers, Green Bay favored by 6.5, 4.35 on Fox. Which I think, nope, nope, it's not America's Game of the Week, because Fox has another game on Sunday. I'm going to go Packers. I think the Rams have a good enough D-line to cause problems and a good enough defense, but I don't know. Green Bay's been on fire. I know Bakhtiari's out for the year. That... Definitely does not help. I do, what's the you know what the health on health situation? Jared Goff. There he's going. Recovering from he's start, well, he, he's well, going. Wolford's out. Yeah, Wolford's he's Wolford's gone. neck is dead. <laughs> um I mean so, I feel bad for the guy. He was playing pretty well. Playing really good football. Um okay. So uh, I had to listen to our Lord and Savior Dan Olowski. Might be yours, he ain't mine. <laughs> um, I don't hate him, but he's not my lord. Uh, yeah, yo, so, so he... Um, that's Pac McAfee, right, Spencer? My lord and savior? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, anyway, he said... Um, I had to agree with this ass. hate him. But he said yeah. the, the Rams are the best team to beat the Packers because of their defense. So many pieces without Donald that will stop. That will stop. Um, you got Ramsey on on Adams. That's what's gonna happen. That you already know that's gonna be your one, your one matchup. And then there's so many other pieces where the secondary where they can stop all those other guys. Uh, and the running, I'm not worried about the run game. Aaron Jones, the beast. I love you. You. Greatest fantasy player I've ever drafted in your fantasy, but this defense is going to stop the Green Bay Packers. The Rams will win by three. <laughs> it's going to be 21-18, but they need, a, they need a defensive touchdown. It's uh, in Lambeau, by the way. Like, oh, fans, I don't care. It's still Lambeau in January. Still Lambeau in January. You play in an indoor stadium in L.A. What's been the... You're taking you're taking the pack. Wait, oh, wait, you're taking the pack. No, 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 I haven't picked yet. You know, I'll take the points. I'm feeling froggy. Not like it you matters. You took the anyways. Rams by three. So I mean, Rams win. You're taking the Rams. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take the Packers. I'll take the Rams to cover. 
But don't be surprised if the Rams find a way to. I think they can. Be, I think the Rams have the chance. It won't be a blowout by no means, even right. though I'm taking them by at least a touchdown. Cam Akers obviously has exploded, like you said. Yeah. But I don't. I got with it. with a banged up Aaron Donald, I think maybe the Packers do go more run, run bang him up a little bit more, hit him on every play. Mm-hmm. Make them chase down running backs. I, but I, I think I think they can control the time if they commit to it. If yeah. Green Bay commits to it, I think they control the time of possession better than St. Louis. Or fuck, the Rams forever in your heart, St. Yeah, same, same. Just like the Chargers, like the Redskins. Um, but um, football team. Yes, <laughs> I think all the Packers have to do is start out hot. If they get a ten point lead, you. Can't rely on Cam Akers as much as you want to anymore, and, and, and you can't rely on golf when he's throwing the ball. The receivers right here, the ball thirty yards up in right. the air. If I mean, the golf golf was nine for nineteen, if the Packers he come was out nine for nineteen for like a whole quarter, <laughs> if, no, if the Packers come out hot, the Rams are in trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Rams have to play from behind. It's over. It's game. Because Aaron Rodgers, they don't have. And the thing about the Packers is they don't really have all the control of the clock. Aaron Rodgers will just check into some play action for a little ditty to Tunyon for then second and five. Do it again, third and one. Run it, and then it's... I don't see the Rams winning, but I do think there's an opportunity. The chance is there. I think there's an opportunity that if they can come out and play well in the first quarter, quarter and a half, maybe get a lead. Aren't they undefeated under McVay if they lead at halftime? Which means they're great at adjusting on the fly, and they're well-coached. It it's all comes down to, I, I agree with you, with it all comes down, if they're behind, you put a nail put a nail and in that coffin. Look, look what's happened to the Packers the last couple of seasons. Quote, unquote, really. Buccaneers throttled them. They're not, their secondary is not even that good. And then was it uh, the 49ers last year in the FC title game? Well, Destroyed them. That 49ers defense may be the best defense I've seen since, like, Legion of Boom. Since Legion of Boom or like the Denver. 04 Baltimore Ravens. Maybe Denver when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Denver, yeah. They were up there. They were one of the best defenses i ever seen. Garoppolo only had to throw nine passes. Rams defense, I think it could be. Mm, been a top I don't think it hasn't been, been this year. I don't think they're on year. that level. Especially no. not with Donald banged up. If Aaron Donald was healthy, I would take the Rams. Because I don't know. I don't know. They said that the entry report. They said he's he's doing a lot better than it was because it was hard oh, yeah, and trouble you can for do him. A lot better, but the, tr- I mean, the, the broken, breathing, broken cartilage ribs. Yeah, it's gonna. You're, we're all linemen. You know, hands on the opposite D line or O liner goes straight to the chest. Right, you're, you're gonna get punched in the chest every play. Yeah. He's a lot of core. It's he's. I don't ma- don't care how effective. It, Field, yeah. it's gonna hurt every play right. and all and if you're sending running backs at them it's gonna make it worse defensive scheme Rams is gonna be problems too like Aaron Rodgers is great when try to he's get pressure the, on him he's That's the best scary. quarterback all time again his stats are like I'm still gonna take the Rams to cover probably gonna be a backdoor Packers are up 13. I will say this though, if the Rams win against the Packers, Tampa Bay beats the Saints, I think Rams beat Tampa Bay. I think Rams will be in the Super Bowl. Again? 
I think the Rams, if they get past Green Bay, I think they're my favorites in the NFC. Yeah, I wouldn't dis. I wouldn't totally disagree. What, what was the Rams like? Why did the Rams make the Super Bowl a few a couple years ago? Defense, run game. Todd Gurley was insane. Todd Gurley yeah. was MVP. Run yeah. game. Cam Akers looks like he's playoff MVP. Back. Yeah, yeah, it's been insane. So, I mean, if Goff was healthy too, I'd probably take the Rams. I, the thumb thing is just I don't know. Yeah, we. It, it, I haven't looked at his how he's been doing up yet, but well, obviously he's gonna. I, I, mean, I, yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. I guess less than a torn and, or broken bone would. Yeah, wouldn't. I guess he and McVeigh disagreed about it. The, hundreds of well, he can and it's gonna. I think it's especially gonna be especially rough in the cold. Yeah, oh, not, yeah your hands are gonna be. Oh yeah, and you get and you get hit by a, a lineman or a helmet or something. That thing's gonna sting like a muff. Everything feels harder in the cold. Exactly. So, my game, my game of the week. Not America's shit show of the week, Jay's game of the week. <laughs> and I think you guys agree. 8 o'clock NBC, Ravens in front of Bills Mafia in Buffalo. Bills favored by two and a half. So I also, when I was reading ESPN articles during my work, I, um, there, was a, there was an article that says who could get beat by who. And seven or eight analysts said Bills. Six out of the eight analysts said Bills are going to get beat. Agreed, Ravens win. And I have to go. I, I Bills. I can see it. I want, I want to go. If the it was way, in Baltimore, I'd go Ravens. But it's, it's, it's in, in Buffalo. Two and a half. Two and a half, Bills. But it's in Buffalo. It's in front of fans. I know it's not many, but like any fans make a difference. They'll, still, they'll be fired up again to play. I do, I'm looking I'm st- at it. I still do not trust Lamar Jackson. I'll say is Lamar. He's is not Lam- having a great year. Is I know Lamar- he played pretty good, but my my issue is the Bills defense got pretty pretty much trampled by that run game for me. Yeah. And what's the mo of the Ravens? They're going to run, um, whether it's Lamar or Dobbins or Gus. I think you can better stop that speed option because you play it every. day. Obviously, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson aren't the same quarterback, but they've got similar strengths. So you're playing a guy that can run the read option every practice. I think the Bills will be ready. I think the team that's been, I mean, they've both been red hot. What the the Ravens defense did in Tennessee, impressive. It was. They they gave Derrick Henry nothing. Derrick Henry got nothing. Ryan Tannehill, who had a really, really good year, got shut down. Corey Davis had zero catches. He was also hurt for a little bit too. True, but still, you had you have two Pro Bowl caliber receivers. Only one really did anything. Mm. So you know what? I want to take the Ravens. I, I just I think they're I think they're just a little bit better right now at the Bills. I think the coaching. I think Homer. you go coaching staff. I think they're about equal. Um, maybe you give the edge to Harbaugh because he's. I, I I I like the Ravens. It wouldn't surprise me though. Either way, who wins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I like I like the Ravens a little more just after what they did last week to Tennessee. Um, you know what? Don't give me Ravens. I just I think they're the team that I have to go quick. Yeah, but I want to... the Bills to win though. I'm gonna I love, love the Bills. Same situation as last week. I'm gonna root for the Bills, but I'm gonna. All right, we got Jay. All right, like mm-mm. my nightmare matchup. Yep, nightmare matchup. CBS three o'clock. No. Browns go to Arrowhead. Hey, the Chiefs. Kansas City favored by 10. 
Chiefs, it's a lot. That is a lot. That's Chiefs a lot for the a regular points. season game. A lot. Chiefs and the point. You mean Chiefs, Browns cover. I always, I've always, I've always rooted for the Chiefs. Because I have family down there and they're huge Chiefs. Yes, for sure. Um, if you look in our video, you see my Super Bowl champions flag that my family from... I like Mahomey. I like Kelsey. I never realized that was there. Really? What? <laughs> <laughs> Jay's like, this is new to me. <laughs> I, I, Dude, I've, I've, seen, it, I've seen it before, but I don't ever remember it being there. I think, so I, it has been. I think I showed it to you when I got it, and then I hung it, and then you probably just forgot it. Right. <laughs> but no, um, this one, this game, I think, it's, I think this is going to be a good game. I really do. I think the Browns are going to do their best to control the clock and keep why you have the number one offensive line when you have try, but it doesn't matter how much time you control when Patrick Mahomes can go down the field and yeah, but the less possessions you give him, the better. Uh, but that, and the Browns are getting more. I either. think they're gonna have Denzel Ward back, which helps a lot. It does but I mean it's still gonna be on Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Kelsey, who had the maybe the best season by a tight end of all time. It. Officially was officially the best. was because yeah. Kittle was had it last year and then Kelsey. The, Kelsey almost led the league in re- receiving as a tight end. <laughs> if it weren't for um, Von Diggs having a monster game week seventeen, Kelsey broke Kittle's record halfway through week fifteen. Did yes or no? Not fifteen week sixteen. Sixteen yeah, with a whole game to go. So I like that. It's it's hard for me. I can't pick. A, it's hard for me to pick against defending Super Bowl champions when they have basically their entire team back, all going to be healthy, but. It's hard to it, and it's one of those things too. The Chiefs weren't like overwhelming this year. They would, ever, they never covered. They didn't cover once. Well, they had insanely high spreads. Though. Yeah, just who they were. But I mean, like, still, like they they were horrible again. There's too much speed too. I don't know how you can. It's Chiefs' offense is literally. That's speed what I'm speed. saying. I don't think the time of possession. I I mean, in, it, it it affects the spread, but I don't think it affects the. I'll, I'll go back to the AFC title game from 18. What did they do? Controlled the ball. Scored on, they, or they scored on a lot of their possessions but, in the first half. But, Second half, when they got desperate, Mahomes bring them back. But during that game, who ended up winning the game for the Tom Brady? Baker ain't Tom Brady. Baker's not Brady. If it, I think it will be a close game, especially towards the end. If it's a close game... Kansas City's favored if they're on offense or defense. Yeah, I can see that. I think it'll be, like I said, I think the Browns are going to cover. Ten is way too much. Yes. You get you get Baker Mayfield throwing. I think that's going to be pressure on him, and I, I, I don't trust him. So he made zero mistakes. You know, but that was against he a made, Pittsburgh team that was clearly lacking a lot of. Something. Knock on wood for him. He went from having a year where everyone's like had to like thirty eight hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, and like. Had a, he had a good year. This team, this defense is good still. Like you said, they didn't really lose anybody. And I mean, like they still have. I mean, they still have Frank Clark, Chris Jones, have uh, you. You get uh, Kyle you Fuller. Stop the run game. Make make Baker move. Make him do something. I think you you win my, fa- my favorite Kansas City defender, Sorensen. You win by two touchdowns. Moving on. Yeah, in a no. game that's starting at 6 o'clock because both quarterbacks have to be in bed by 10. On the History Channel. <laughs> History Channel. We got the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Saints favored by three. three. Really tough to beat someone three times. Take- I mean, it is, but 
Saints beat the Bucks pretty bad both times. They they have Tampa Bay Tom's number. Give me the Saints. My questions. Bears defense better than the Bucks. I think they're very close. Okay. Drew Brees struggled against the they, he did. And I understand that the Saints defensive concept is built to beat the Bucks are. Seeing as the year's gone on, Brady's progressively gotten more comfortable. I think he really comfortable now. They showed that they can run the ball when they have to. Really good run defense. Leonard Fournette had some. I don't know if Ronald Jones is going to be. like. And I think the first two times, Orleans absolutely clapped him. They waxed him bad. I think, I think the Bucs are going to be out for blood. I think they're going to be out to show that, we, I think you know. It's hard to beat Brady three times. I think, yeah. It's hard to, I mean, no team's ever beaten Brady twice in one season before the Saints did it. Yeah. yeah. But... I think the Saints took the Bears pretty lightly. I think they took the Bears lightly. And I think the Saints are going to be up for it because this is Bree's last go at thing. Yeah. I think the Saints make it three for three. I know that's extremely tough, but I got Saints. I got to go. Brady I just Like you said, the Breeze. Saints defense is made to stop that vertical passing game. I know the... Buccaneers offense has evolved a little bit, especially towards the end of the season. Yeah. Gotten, they've changed it up a little bit to go a little bit more um, medium of the field over the middle, like how Brady would do it in time in New England, yeah. which is getting a lot more Antonio Brown and uh, Gronk involved. I still think I have his number until yeah. he gets that monkey off his back. What I, what I like about the matchup, though, Washington had the number one pass defense. Brady still had 300 and some yards and three. Yeah. They ran the ball well. I think the offense is, and I know it's not perfect. Better. But what the, worries me the most is the Saints secondary, or the, the Bucks secondary, because they've been god awful long. But the thing, too, is Drew Brees doesn't look good. He doesn't, but just the style he plays in, he's going to let his, he's going to let his players make plays. He's going to let Kamara make plays. He's going to let Michael Thomas He's going to make he'll make plays. Raquan uh, Smith. He's, and another thing about Brady and Washington, the score was close a few times. It was never like I never thought. Oh, Brady, they're going to stop Brady. You never felt like the Brady. You never felt the football team was right. You're not going to get and your football team was starting again. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Is Drew Brees. Drew Brees has won a Super Bowl. He's won two games against uh, Tom Brady this year already. I, it's a lot different playing Heineke than is uh, Drew Brees. Listen, I, I understand where you come from. I love the I think Brady thing. The Saints are going to have to make Brady make the play more than he had to do against Washington. And Brady will have to play it perfect. And so far against the Saints, he hasn't. Every time he's made that play, he hasn't made it against the Saints. I don't think it changes. They played week one, eight o'clock game. Brady week one, like, week two. Eight o'clock game. Brady looked like crap. Way through the year, they played. It again. was a four o'clock game, by the way, because I watched that Okay, the second one was the Monday night. Was game. It, okay, I think yeah. that was like week twelve. Yeah, yeah. that was that was Brady was still kind of trying to find himself. Brady has looked looked a lot better at the end of the year. Who knew all you had to do to fix your <laughs> offense was play against the Lions? Yeah, right. It was week one, Saints thirty four twenty three. Reason they got twenty three. Week nine, it was thirty. 
I don't know what I'm going to do. Broken. Um, I think it's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, but it's it is. I don't, think, I don't think Brady's going to three, throw three picks like he did. I don't think so. Brady, for some reason, like, oh, he's looking old in the regular season, then the playoffs come around and he's Brady of old. The, th- the thing about the Saints, it, the Saints, though, they get a lot of pass rush without blitzing. True. I mean, it helps when you have Trey Hendrickson. Right. Yeah. And that, that's a big thing because uh, Brady's also pretty good against the Blitz. But, I mean, when you look what the Bears did. They didn't blitz too much either, and they got into Brady very badly. The Giants didn't blitz much. Yeah. They dropped everybody back, and they were still able to get to Brady. You can get to him. You can win. And with Drew Brees and that offense, I think it tips the favors over what Washington couldn't do. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game, though. I yeah. think it'll be a very good game. It might be better than uh, Bills uh, Baltimore. Yeah. I gotta go Saints too because I stink. The Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame quarterback. This to, will uh, this this is an end of a generation, right? Yeah, this right. Game. We could, you know, and it's. I don't think it happens like all of them, but there's a real there's a possibility that we could lose Brady, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Rivers. All. I think that only happens if Brady wins the Super Bowl. But yeah, there's a chance. I think. I definitely think Rivers, Breeze, and Big Ben. It is. I did want to bring up one thing as uh, talk about the Steelers. I asked not only friend of the podcast, but also one of the most notable Steelers fans, Tyler Dubay. This question uh, after the game, or I think it was the after, two days after. Uh, let's see. I got to go back Here, and find I'm it. I'm the Tigers. I'll throw. Or I got that. So, I asked our notable friend of the podcast, Steelers fan, I asked him, um, I'm for Big Ben to move on. He said uh, he's solid, but I don't think he can do it anymore. So, in short answer, yes, time to move on from Big Ben. I also asked I him, uh, as a GM, what would you do Get that uh, you need to change the offensive scheme there in Pittsburgh? And didn't their offensive coordinator just get fired this week, too? Um, he said he would rather sit, uh, or rather play Rudolph, and uh, just work on the interior of that offensive line. Because at one point that offensive line was probably one of the best in it. That was the thing, though. Like oh. when they played, yeah, it was five years ago. Yeah. Now they're old, or old, old there's some new guys in there that are right. The Steelers got old really quick, and they went. We're gonna re-energize our defense first. That's how you're still. That's why your offensive line's kind of old and banged up, and that's why you're still relying on Big Ben. Oh well, probably a good way. That's a good way to end it. Thank you, for watching our podcast and listening. Um, go to lifefield.com, get the, use the code three it's get ten percent off anything. But our social, all my homies love life fuels. Yeah. Bye. Next week. <laughs>